What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Uh, this is episode 42. Today, we're going to talk about how to recharge and take a break. I am Danny. I'm here with my buddy, Randy. Hey, Danny. Hey, Randy. And so, uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about how to recharge and take a break. Why do you think this is important in the summer? <laughs> well, I think this is I think this is relevant because both of us are kind of at the point in the year where we're both recharging and taking a break. And uh, also, additionally, the summertime is when a lot of people go on vacation. The weather's nice. You can kind of soak up some sun and just kick back and relax. And yet at the same time, this is one of the hardest things for people to do nowadays. Like you need a how-to article on how to (laughs) actually take a break. <laughs> I think most people don't know how to relax. You know, it's, it's it's actually funny. I remember when I was in college, I had an Italian teacher who was from Italy. And I remember she complained the one time because it was like the first week, it was a Monday. And she's like, this was the first weekend where I had nothing to do. And I felt bad about it. She's like, I'm too Americanized. And I was like, oh, man, like, you can't just sit around anymore doing nothing. Right. And it's like, that's such a like, that's such one of our attitudes of like going, 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 never stop. Well, we've made we've made being bored wrong. Like a lot of people think that if they're bored, there's something wrong. Like I know someone who always complains every time they're bored. They're like, I'm bored. What what should we do? And it's like, <laughs> you're a grown up. Figure something out. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think, too, when, when people complain about being bored all the time, too, I think they you know, you're not comfortable with yourself. You know, you're not comfortable just being with you. And I think this is the thing about relaxing and recharging is you kind of need to find yourself again and kind of be happy with yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. I think there's sometimes there's nothing better. Like personally, dude, when I'm recharging, like when I know I don't have like work all day and stuff to just take a nap. I love it. Like, especially when it's like hot out, you know, you just lay down. Ah, it's the best. And you feel so good when you wake up because you gave yourself time just to chill and relax and do nothing. Yeah. It's, I kind of look at it as like the uh, yin and yang, you know, we, we pushed ourselves so hard and especially in like America, I don't know too much about other westernized countries as they say, we'll but just like universalize. Yeah, we just push <laughs> ourselves so hard and like everybody's working at least one job. And unfortunately, if you're not making that much money, you're probably working two jobs or more, then you got to take care of the family then you have to pretend to have this amazing life on social media and then you have to keep up on the news and you have to do this and you have to do that. And and it's like, at the end of the day, you're exhausted. You have literally no time for yourself, no time to recharge your batteries, but it's like for all that excessive yang energy, that active forceful energy, you also need the soft yin energy and like the, just relaxing, letting everything go, turning off social media, stare, I don't know, being outside in nature. So you need all of this to complement it or else you're just going to wind yourself up and burn yourself out. You know, I, I see it happen to myself a lot too. And I think this is one of the things why I like, like, you know, you always talk about bookending your day. And I like that idea because setting time aside at night to meditate, to journal, just some time to yourself that's simple, easy, you know, not meant to be stressful, I think is very helpful, but also like you need like I'm going away this week and like it's vacation and like I am going to be taking a break from work because you need a break from stuff. Because I think when we forget to when we get caught up in like the rush and we get caught up in like trying to get everything done, we also forget to like, you know, to live our lives and to focus on the people around us and to enjoy time with our families and stuff like that. And to just also just enjoy time with ourselves, like go out in nature to 
relax, to turn off the fucking phone and stuff and take those distractions away, but not to focus on some other thing, but just to focus on living our life, you know, and actually enjoying what we built yeah. or what it, we're building. It's, it's yeah. such a great point how we need to take that time. Because just yesterday, I was listening to someone talk about how she got really sad every time her boss called her up on Saturday and gave her work. And it made me so angry. I was like, this guy <laughs> is calling you up on your own time. Yeah. And like you work for him nine to five. What is wrong with him that he is so bad with time management that he can't schedule your stuff from nine to five, Monday to Friday? Like, And that's like that's like a societal problem where we think that as soon as you work for somebody that all of a sudden you're their slave 24 seven. And it's completely wrong. It's like these people are, they can't manage time and they can't like their lives are so messed up that they have to put it on everybody else. And then it's culturally, we just accept it. And it's like, it made me so angry that like she would even like, if I was just imagining it, I would be like, sorry, dude. Oh weekend. yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I feel like F you, but you know, the problem is, is I think a lot of people, unfortunately though, you know, look, you need health insurance, you need the income. And so they're afraid to lose that job and they're afraid not to respond. But once you do, you set the bar for that, for being bothered at midnight, for being bothered on your fucking weekend, on your time off. And that's the problem. And I think, so even if you're doing that, if you're stuck in that cycle, you need time then to yourself. You have to make time for yourself, whether it's shut off the phone, lie and say it broke, do whatever, right? But like, you need that time because it helps you. You got to recharge the batteries, I think, or we fall apart. And I found, I know that's happened to you too. Even like, I know you've said tons of times, right? Not even stopping to enjoy successes, to enjoy accomplishments, just moving on to the next thing. It's, you know, you feel like you have to, but when you don't stop to even enjoy your accomplishments, it's like, well, what are you doing it for, right? You're just blowing through everything without really thinking about what you're actually doing. And, and it's kind of crazy how like, even when you do, make it a mental note to stop to enjoy something how life won't stop for you so like yeah. <laughs> this this past week i just finished i've been taking these computer certification exams so i just passed the a plus exam which is like two heavy Woo. duty exams that you need to study for yeah so i took one last month one this month passed them and like afterwards it was the best feeling on earth like i don't think i've ever been this happy after passing any test ever <laughs> and like i mean i've studied for like doctorate level stuff and for like board certification exams and all that stuff and i was like i was relieved to finish those but like i was never happy this one was something where i was really happy but then it's like i wanted i was like yes i'm celebrating but then right afterwards it was like life was like bam 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 all these other things happening i was like damn it i'm supposed to be celebrating you know that's i think that's the problem we all run into though is like you know whether we like it or not the world around us keeps moving and we want to be a part of it. And it's very hard. It is. I mean, I think we all struggle with this. It's very hard to carve out that space for yourself without missing out on other stuff. And I think that's why, you know, to really recharge, you really have to plan. Like I do, I like vacations are great because like I'm bringing work with me, obviously, but I already set aside days and times during the trip that I'm going to do that. And I'm going to stick to it. So I know that like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, I'm going to work from like eight to noon and that's it. And then I'm going to leave, you know, the other days free and open. And then like during the week in my regular life, though, I always find like, I mean, like I try to set aside a, a couple of nights a week just to hang out with my fiance and like enjoy time together, watch TV, unwind, relax, because we're both busy. And like, I think it's if we don't do that, you know, you never you're always too busy. You never find time. And I think it makes things just like you forget why you're doing it. 
Because I think we forget that like the accomplishments are awesome. It's nice to make money. It's nice to have all this stuff, but we're doing it because we want to live a good life. <laughs> and part of that is living that life and enjoying it, right? Not just continuing until we're burnt out and burnt to a crisp. Yeah. Yeah. You made a really good point how you're going to, no matter what, you're going to miss some stuff. And I think that's one of the hardest distinctions for most people to realize because like in choosing what you want in life, you also have to choose what you're willing to give up. And that's like, I, I struggle with that a lot because it's like, I want this, but I know that if I choose this, that means that I won't get this and this and this. And sometimes that stuff is hard. Like for, for example, like a lot of people, they want to have, they want to have peace of mind, but maybe that means not knowing everything that's going on on social media. And it's like, Oh, that's the hard one. Are you willing to give that up? Can you give that? Well, you know, it's like Kierkegaard said, right? With the idea of anxiety, the anxiety of choice, the dread, right? It's like when you actually realize that when I choose something, I'm I'm taking agency, but I'm also then not able to choose other things in that moment. To make a choice is to make a decision. It's to also deny all of the possibilities in that moment to pick a course. There is anxiety tied to that when you think about it. Because when you really think about it, it's like every decision you make is cutting off other forks in the road, right? You're choosing a path. That's why that path needs to be your path, not somebody else's. And that's the hard part. It is. It's very nerve wracking. And I think we can stress ourselves out about it, but we can also, I think, embrace it too and kind of go with it, hopefully. So we've talked a lot about kind of the theory of recharging your batteries. So let's give some people some practical tips about how to recharge your batteries batteries um one thing that i like to do i kind of look at it you know when you're you know when you're working out and you like work out so vigorously that afterwards you're exhausted and you have an amazing rest i kind of like to do that with recharging my batteries in everything that i'm doing like i i when i'm working i really like to focus on exclusively working so not checking social media not checking email i just like work super hard until i'm exhausted and then i like to rest super hard no i think that's a great idea though because you're by focusing like that too you're getting a lot done you're probably minimizing your work time because you're not distracted and you can do that crap afterwards it doesn't matter if it's a couple hours later you know i think that people forget that you know with that too i like that point because you know i like to also like you know try my best to plan so that i can like if i know i'm going to take a break in a week or in a couple days i'll work really hard now to try and prep for that break so that i know when i get there that time is mine and i won't have any bs there's always i mean look there's always going to be little things obviously that come up and sometimes you just have to be like dude it can be taken care of in two days it's not going to be the end of the world right if it's three days later or whatever but if you can get the big stuff out of the way ahead of time you just feel better Cause you go into it knowing like at least the major shit's taken care of. Nobody can bother me. I'm good. I can do what I want to do. Yeah. yeah planning like is really important, especially like that time-based planning. Cause it gives you this container that you know, that you know, that you're in, you're like, I have this much time. I can use it as much as possible. But once this time's over, that's it. Because then it's time to move on to the next thing. That's real. I, I think that people on, I, I mean, granted, I'll admit I have a little bit of like a time management <laughs> fetish, okay, but, <laughs> but I, I, a little bit, but I think people really, really underestimate the value of time management because it's like, oh yeah, everybody has the same amount of time. You have one lifetime and it's like in that lifetime, you can do whatever you want to do. Like some people do nothing. Other people will go to the moon and it's just like, 
it all comes down to how you manage that time. And so uh, I think how you manage it and what you want, right? If you know what you want, you can manage that time correctly to get what you want. I think that's the crucial point too, that you're making. That's really important. And also understanding too, that I think, you know, everything you take on will affect that and, and influence how you manage your time, right? If you have pets, if you decide to get a pet, if you decide to do this or that, you're taking on things that are going to contribute to your responsibilities. And I think that's just like we're saying, making choices. You got to make intentional choices for what you want. Otherwise, you know, you run that risk. You know, I was thinking about, too, I think like um, with the meditation thing, I really do for unwinding and and recharging. I, I can't overstate the value of just taking that mindful breathing, practicing, just being still, I think. So few of us do it. And when I do it, I like to listen to either um, like either like a like a relaxation music or something or just turn my phone off completely, turn off the TV, lay in a dark room. And I think you feel so recharged after 10 minutes of that. It's amazing. Or if you do it before bed, oh, my God, you get the best sleep. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And so for someone who's just start, like, let's say they've been hearing about meditation all the time. They hear it's you know, everybody talks about it. How do they get started in it? Like, how do they? I think, honestly, I think th- there's plenty of stuff you can look at. You can find tons of like introductory videos or whatever online. I personally think one of the best ways to do it is either sit down in a comfortable position, cross-legged or lay down, get comfortable and really you just want to count your breathing. So tr- literally try counting. You want to focus on your breath, nice and calm in through your nose, deep breath out through your mouth, count in, you know, try and count in like four or eight hold it for four, release for four or eight. And just try and do that and focus on your breath coming in. Imagine your breath going through your nose, coming in. Um, Sometimes you can imagine what's helpful is like um, breathing in like good and releasing bad, like the stress, right? And I think that's that's a great way just to start. It's just breathing and letting your thoughts come and go. You're going to have thoughts you don't want to attach to. And what's the goal? Are they going to be relaxed peaceful <laughs> enlightened <laughs> i mean there's no goal the best is to go with no goal right because when you go with a goal you're doing it wrong but i think if you ideally i think personally if you focus on your breathing you let the thoughts come afterwards if you really want to do it like i think what's really helpful is you journal for five minutes afterwards and reflect on what thoughts came to your mind because that's usually stuff that you're stressing out about worried about and it can help you work through a lot of your problems and difficulties i think it's hugely yeah. valuable mm-hmm. yeah Awesome. Yeah. So meditation is something that people can do pausing with uh, or taking time in nature. So like we spend so much time inside buildings and always inside and actually taking that time. Like I, I remember, I distinctly remember vacations when I spent time outside and particularly when I spent time outside (laughs) journaling, because that's such like, that's something that I don't do on a regular basis. So like I journal on a regular basis and I'll go on walks outside on a regular basis, but actually spending time outside with a journal. Like I remember distinct vacations and I was like, I did it there. I did it there. I did it there. And they're all like really fond memories because I remember I was like, yeah, I was like really in the zone. I was really doing (laughs) stuff. Well, could you just feel good though? I mean, I think we, we forget how much, how, how artificial our world is, you know, and like that natural light just, you know, there is a sense too, which when you just sit in nature, you also feel life around you. You feel connected to the world. The, the way you don't, like if you just sit in your room or something, you do not feel that connection. It's not the same. And I think, you know, there is getting outside can be hugely helpful. And even on that note, like, you know, I think if you want to relax too, like taking a walk, doing a little bit of exercise, where getting rid of that 
energy that you have so that you can calm down is also helpful. Because I think a lot of us, a lot of people, if they're living like a sedentary life, you know, getting out will help you get rid of that energy and that anxiety and you're able to relax a lot better. I would also add, this is something that (laughs) I just kind of realized again this past week is get outside during sunrise or sunset. Oh God. Yeah. It's just something that there's something like almost magical about that time where you can feel the change and time feels more real than, than if you go out, you know, just during the day or during the night, it's like, there's just something very vibrant about that time of day. So getting out during those times is really, I love this time of year when the, uh, when the sun's like coming down and it's low enough where the lights under the clouds. Oh man, it is awesome. And you're right. There's something about, what do they call that? The golden hour or whatever. The light shifts a little bit and it's like, it's amazing. And there's something about, you're right. You can just feel it. It's different. And I think, you know, but that's just it. Like it's not just going out in nature. It's actually letting yourself be aware of nature. And this is the other thing. Everything we've talked about has nothing to do with screens. And I think that's the important point to point out is like, we are talking about getting, putting away your cell phone, getting, not watching TV, but like actually just being with yourself and being aware and enjoying time. Not enough people do that. Well, so, I mean, they've done studies and there is a positive correlation between time spent in front of a screen and decreased happiness. So like (laughs) it's, it's a clear correlation. So, but it's so hard for people to do because these screens are addictive. It's like, it's the most politically acceptable addiction that people have is these screens and social media and the news. Oh, yeah. These are like these are like three completely acceptable addictions that people have. Same same type of addiction in your brain chemically as something like opioids or alcohol yeah. addiction or anything else like that. But it's just socially acceptable. It's it's actually it's uh, encouraged by society. It's like you're not doing oh, yeah. enough unless you know it's on in the news, unless you you have multiple devices. So how does somebody break this addiction? How does somebody leave the phone alone when they're going on vacation or the weekend? How do they stop answering the phone? How do they do that? That seems that's the question. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, look, I think probably one of the best way to start is like if you if you can't if you can't put your phone down, like leave it inside or something. And I think even just take 10 minutes, take a walk, leave the phone inside. I think that's the best way to start. Give yourself a short amount of time, but also turn the fucking notifications off and stuff. So when it's in your pocket, it's not buzzing. I actually put my phone on silent. So nothing, it does not bother me at all when I'm doing certain things, when I'm relaxing. And I think, look, you know, it's like anything else. I think sometimes it can be very hard to break these and you have to do baby steps. But I think most people, if they gave themselves 10 minutes without screens, they would see the benefit of it and they would recognize like, holy shit, I feel a lot better after that. <laughs> like, and you also realize like, you don't 24 hour news cycles. None of us need to know what's going on 24 seven. We don't, it just doesn't matter. None of that shit matters. You can, I mean, if you really have to watch news, listen to it on the radio once a week, watch once a week schedule. Like, it's funny that we we're so, we're so worried about scheduling time for all this stuff, but we don't schedule time for social media, for news. We don't schedule time for these things that you could easily schedule time, schedule an hour a day to, to be on your phone and check the news or whatever, but not all the time. Cause then it just gets, it becomes your whole life. And I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I like how you say scheduled time. Cause even scheduling time, like I was thinking every day to schedule no phone time or something like that, you know, like even for somebody who's having a yeah. really hard time, like 
10 minutes a day. Like, let's say, for instance, you get home from a busy day at work, like you're running all over at work. You have family and everything like that. So, so like scheduling 10 minutes a day of no phone time or nature time where on the way home from work, you stop it up. I used to do this because I work, I was working in like a busy, hectic medical emergency environment. And then I went home to a busy, hectic environment. And so I literally on my way home, I would take a little detour, go stop at a pond and sit there for 10 minutes every day. And that was like, that was my little peace time. And it's like taking scheduling that time without a phone. Oh man, it's, it's amazing. But also too, you know, I think like, you know, if you go home and you have pets or you have kids or you have family and stuff, even when you get home saying to yourself, you know what, instead of getting on my phone immediately, I'm going to spend a half hour actually interacting with my family, actually just playing with my pets. And you'd be surprised, but I think we forget that those relationships are there for us sometimes, you know, because we get so distracted and then we get frustrated. But when you really engage in your present, you see the value and I think it's way better, you know? So it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough though. It is. And I think it's hard for some people because it is addict. It's an addiction. It's serious. It's a really bad one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, anything else in terms of uh, how to relax, recharge, rest, renew? My I favorite, mean, think, oh, I'll just ahead. talk yeah. personally and then you can like talk personally. I yeah. think my best, my best tips for relaxing, renewing is, one, you need to make sure that you're working hard because if you're not working, I, I can remember times when I haven't been working and it's hard to relax because you're just never doing anything. So I think working hard is important because then you can rest hard. I think that taking time out in nature, particularly around sunrise and sunset is important. Journaling is important. And then also really recognizing that you're going to have to give some stuff up. Like you have to make some concessions in order to get this rest that you need. Because you can't have everything, unfortunately. That's just the way the world is. I really like those, actually. And, you know, it's funny. The main thing I was thinking, we talked about a lot of tips, meditation, you know, time away from all that, which is valuable. But I think just like being gentler and calmer with yourself, um, recognizing you got to give some stuff up. You have to make concessions sometimes. And I think if you're compassionate with yourself, kind to yourself, you recognize that you need time and that you will need that time to recharge to regroup. And it's something, unfortunately, we have to learn, I think. And like you said, I think, you know, sometimes working hard is good, I think, because it does give you that chance to really rest hard. And I've been there too. When you're not doing anything and you're depressed and stuff, it's like, you don't need to rest or recharge. You're recharged. You need to do something. There's a difference, right? But I think, you know, being kind enough to ourselves to recognize that we need it, to admit that we need to take a break, whether it's taking a break at night from a project and just relaxing, whether it's going out in nature, doing any of those things, but I think it's important. Yeah, I think that's, that's all, it's all good advice, man. I think, you know, for anybody listening to this, I think, you know, you should like and subscribe and watch it on YouTube, check it out on, you know, uh, listen to it on all the podcast directories, whatever the hell they're called, right? Check us out, share us with friends. It's a good thing to do. It can help you relax. It can help you find those tips that you need. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's kind of interesting. This is episode 42 and isn't in the Hitchhiker's Guide, isn't that the secret of life or the meaning of life? It is. Charging your batteries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Uh-huh. It is. A little interesting. <laughs> it's clever. It's almost like you plan things. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, so uh, that's good, right? Yep, you're doing the outro, man, because you did the Oh, intro. I am. You're right. You're right. How mm-hmm. to recharge and something, right? It was how to recharge and uh, take a break. This is episode 42 of the Existential Stoic Podcast. Thanks for joining us. 
If you guys are watching this, please click notifications. Please share. Check us out. Listen to us on one of the podcast directories. If you're listening, you know, check us out on YouTube. Share. Do all that stuff. It's good. It's helpful. It really helps us out. We'll be back uh, with a quick fix midweek, a little short 10-minute episode. Until then, though, later, Randy. Later, Danny.